Hi, this is Joel and Victoria. Thanks for listening to our podcast and thanks for supporting the ministry. If you enjoyed today's message, why don't you be a blessing and share it with a friend? We appreciate you and pray for God's very best in your life. Well, God bless you and thanks so much for letting us come into your homes. We are praying for you and your family. I hope you'll stay connected with us during the week through our podcast, social media, our YouTube channel. There are lots of ways you can receive these messages and stay inspired and encouraged. Plus, you can share them with a friend. But thanks for tuning in. I like to start with something funny. I heard about this man that died and went to heaven. St. Peter escorted him down this long hallway filled with thousands of clocks on the wall. The hands on the clocks were moving at all different speeds. Peter explained that every person has a clock. When they sin, the clock ticks. One clock was barely moving. That was Billy Graham's clock. Another clock was creeping along Mother Teresa's clock. The men said curiously, can I see my clock? Peter said, yeah, we keep yours in the office and use it as a fan. Hold up your Bible. Say it like you mean it. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today, I will be taught the Word of God. I boldly confess, my mind is alert, my heart is receptive, I will never be the same. In Jesus' name, God bless you. I want to talk to you today about from valley to victory. We all go through difficulties in life and things we don't understand. We have a setback in our finances, a challenge in our health, a relationship didn't make it. When we're in the valley, it's easy to get discouraged and think it's never going to improve. But the scripture says in Hosea, God will transform the valley of trouble into a gateway of hope. You may be in a valley of trouble, a valley of loneliness, a valley of debt. You don't see any way out. It looks permanent. God is saying, I'm about to transform that valley into a gateway of hope, a gateway of increase, a gateway of favor. The valley is leading you to new levels, to better relationships, to greater influence. The medical report may not look good. You're in a valley of sickness. God is about to transform it into a gateway of healing, a gateway of wholeness. Don't let the valley fool you. God has the final say. Nothing can snatch you out of his hands. Maybe you're in a valley in your finances. Business has slowed. You lost a contract. That valley is not the end. It's about to be transformed into a gateway of blessing, a gateway of favor, a gateway of overflow. God is going to open new doors. He's going to cause opportunities to find you. Perhaps you've struggled with an addiction for a long time. You've accepted that you'll always be in that valley. Your relatives lived in the valley. They all struggled. No, this is a new day. God is doing a new thing. That valley is about to be transformed into a gateway of freedom. God has a breakthrough coming your way. He's going to make things happen that you couldn't make happen. The valley is not your destiny. The addiction, the loneliness, the anxiety is not going to hinder you your whole life. You were created to be free, to be happy, to live an abundant, fulfilled life. Instead of complaining about the valley, being discouraged over what you're going through, all through the day, Father, thank you that this valley is only temporary. I believe what you promised, that you're about to transform it into a gateway of hope, a gateway of blessing, a gateway of victory. That valley is leading you to the awesome future God has in store. And the truth is, 
You can't reach your destiny without going through valleys. The valleys are strategic. When you're on top of a mountain, the only way to go higher is to come down that mountain, go through the valley, then you can go up a bigger mountain. God allows valleys not to hold us back, but because he's taken us higher. Without the valleys, we would get stuck. Are you discouraged over what God is going to use to take you to a new level? Frustrated, thinking the valley is permanent? Have a new perspective. The valley is not there to stop you. It's there to promote you. And what you're up against may be bigger. You feel outnumbered. You don't have the resources. On your own, you can't get out. The good news is you're not on your own. The Most High God is right there with you. He knows how to turn that battlefield into a blessing field, that valley of trouble into a gateway of victory. This is what happened with David. When he was a teenager, he faced Goliath in the Valley of Elah. It's not a coincidence that this battle took place in a valley. And every morning and every evening for 40 days, Goliath came out, stood on the side of the mountain and shouted insults at the Israelites, taunting them, making fun, trying to stir up trouble. Goliath was huge. He stood over nine feet tall. His coat of armor weighed 125 pounds. He was the champion of the Philistine army. And when King Saul and the Israelites heard him, they were terrified. They turned and ran out of sight. This went on time and time again. One day, David showed up, 17 years old. When he heard these threats, something rose up in him, a fire, a passion, a courage. He said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? He was saying, this man is not in covenant with our God. He doesn't have the blessing of Jehovah. We may be in a valley, but Goliath can't keep us here. He doesn't control our destiny. David looked at Goliath. He said, you come against me with a sword and a shield, but I come against you in the name of the Lord God of Israel. This day I will defeat you and feed your head to the birds of the air. All the Israelites were in the same valley. They heard the same threats, but David had a different attitude. He talked back to the enemy. When you're in the valley, like David, you will hear the enemy's threats. He'll try to intimidate you. You'll never get out of this problem. It's too big. You'll never get well. You saw the report. Your child will never get back on course. Don't do like the Israelites and believe those lies. Live in fear, worried. Do like David and talk back to the enemy. What you're saying in the valley is going to have a great impact on whether or not you come out. The Israelites were saying, he's too big. We don't have a chance. We'll never defeat him. When you talk defeat, you're inviting defeat. When you talk sickness, you're going to have sickness. When you say, I'll never get out of this problem, it's going to keep you there. Instead of agreeing with the enemy, start declaring what God says about you. When the enemy shouts, you'll never get well, do like David. I will live and not die. God is restoring health back into me. You'll never get out of debt. This valley of lack, valley of struggle, not having enough, it's permanent. I will lend and not borrow. God is opening the windows of heaven, pouring out blessings that I cannot contain. Well, that child is never going to do right. He's never going to break the addiction. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. 
My children are mighty in the land. What God has purposed for their life, no bad breaks, no addictions, no person can stop. It's so important what you're saying in the valley. If it's going to be transformed into a gateway of hope, you have to speak words of life, words of faith, words of victory. This is where the Israelites missed it. They were talking about how big Goliath was. David was talking about how big our God is. They were magnifying the problem. David came along and started magnifying our God. The enemy has no new tricks. He's not creative. You can go back and look what he's done in the past. That's how he's going to try to deceive you. In this valley thousands of years ago, he was threatening with loud insults, trying to intimidate with lies. It's no different today. Goliath may not stand on the mountainside and shout down to your valley, but in your thoughts, loud threats will come. Things that can keep you awake at night, cause you to live worried, stressed out. Recognize what's happening. Don't be one of the Israelites and run and hide for 40 days and let 40 days turn into 40 months, then 40 years. Be a David. There's nothing more powerful against these negative threats than God's word coming out of your mouth. I may be in a valley, but can I tell you, I am coming out. I will fulfill my destiny. I will accomplish my dreams. I am strong. I am healthy. I am well able. David told King Saul that he wanted to fight Goliath. Saul told him all the reasons why he couldn't do it. You're too young. You don't have the training, the experience. He's too big. He's their most skilled warrior. Sometimes people will try to keep you in the valley. People will tell you what you can't do, what you don't have, how you should just learn to live with the addiction. Don't try to start that business. There are giants out there. You can't teach that class. There's too much competition. You better stay where you are. Don't expect everyone to cheer you on. All your friends are not going to celebrate you, challenge you to stretch to the next level. But just because they don't see it in you doesn't mean you don't have it. God has put greatness in you. Things that other people have never imagined. Potential that's going to catapult you to a new level. Now, don't let someone talk you out of what God put in you. Don't let their lack of support cause you to stay in the valley. David could have thought, I guess King Saul is right. I don't have the training. I don't come from an influential family. He is much bigger than I am. Maybe I should just accept this valley. If David would have let Saul discourage him, we wouldn't be talking about him. If he would have believed the threats of Goliath, he would have never fulfilled his destiny. And at some point, we will all be where David was, in a valley with a big obstacle. We didn't get the scholarship. The relationship didn't work out. We lost a loved one. The fear, depression, anxiety, it feels permanent. Nobody's there to support us. That's when you have to dig down deep and say, no, this valley is not my home. This defeat, this lack, this trouble, this addiction is not how my story ends. You are on the verge of seeing that valley transformed into a gateway of something amazing. God is about to do something unusual, out of the ordinary, something that will thrust you to a new level. King Saul wasn't for David, but that didn't stop David. David's family didn't believe in him. His brothers made fun of him, but that didn't keep him from his destiny. Don't be discouraged by who's not for you. 
by who doesn't cheer you on. You don't need them. You and God are a majority. He is breathing in your direction right now. You're about to come out of that valley. It's going to happen sooner than you think. There's a breakthrough, a promotion, a healing, a divine connection that's headed your way. Get ready for that valley to be transformed. It looks permanent, but things are suddenly going to change. Suddenly your health turns around. Suddenly your business takes off. Suddenly your child gets back on course. That valley is leading you to victory. David was in this valley of Elah. Goliath was coming down the mountain to face him. David didn't have any armor, didn't have a sword, a shield. All he had was a slingshot. He reached down and picked up five smooth stones from the stream. God was showing us there is provision in the valley. David didn't bring the stones into the valley. He didn't have someone helping him, giving him the stones. What he needed was within reach. What you need to get out of that valley is within your reach. You don't have to wait on some person, some good break, a company to call you, a neighbor to help you out. Look around you and look in you. Sometimes all you need is your praise. Praise is a weapon. Praise breaks chains. Praise confuses the enemy. Praise makes you powerful. When you have praise coming out of your mouth, you are unstoppable. The enemy cannot keep a praiser down. Just ask Paul and Silas. As they sang praises at midnight, prison doors flung open. Just ask Jonah, sitting in the belly of a fish. As he offered the sacrifice of praise, the fish spit him up on dry ground. All David had was five small stones. That didn't seem like much. But a stone with God's favor is more powerful than an automatic weapon. Your praise may not seem like much, but when you praise, angels go to work. When you praise, the creator of the universe begins to change things in your favor. Most of the battles we fight are not physical, they're spiritual. Praise is a powerful weapon. When you praise in the valley, it's even more effective. Because the enemy expects you in the valley to be negative, bitter, complaining. But when you go through the day saying, Father, thank you that you are still on the throne. Thank you that you are bigger than this problem. Thank you that no weapon formed against me will ever prosper. Praise will cause you to defeat giants in your life. When Goliath saw David, how young he was, how small, he began to laugh. He said, am I a dog that you'd come at me with a stick? He was saying, is this the best you can do? Is this all you've got? He discounted David, made fun of him. David didn't pay any attention. He took a stone, put it in the slingshot. When he slung it, it hit Goliath right between the eyes, knocked him unconscious. David went over, took Goliath's own sword and cut his head off. Overnight, David became a national hero. He went from a shepherd boy that nobody had ever heard of to being the talk of the town. Everyone admired and loved. God knows how to transform a valley of trouble into a gateway of blessing. You may be in trouble now in your health, your finances, a relationship. It's a setup. It was meant to stop you, but God has another plan. He allowed it because it's about to launch you to a new level. You're going to come out promoted, stronger, healthier, better than you were before. 
It's not a coincidence that David wrote in Psalm 23, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. He didn't say, though I stay in the valley, though I live in the valley. No, the valley is not your home. The valley is temporary. You're just passing through the valley. It's just a matter of time before it's turned into a gateway, a gateway of favor, a gateway of healing. Now, don't let the valley become permanent in your thinking. Don't go around talking about my sickness, my depression, my arthritis is acting up. Don't take ownership of it. It's not yours. God made you healthy, whole, free, blessed, prosperous. Anything otherwise is on foreign territory. David said, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Then the next verse he said, God anoints my head with oil and my cup runs over. God was showing us You have to go through some valleys before you come to the anointing where your cup runs over. David could have started the chapter talking about my cup runs over, God anoints my head. Then at the end, talked about the valleys. He did just the opposite. It's because valleys precede overflow. You may be dealing with the sickness now, but on the other side of that valley is your cup running over with good health. Things may be slow at the office, but when you make it through the valley, there's an abundance, good breaks, promotion. That family member is causing trouble, but on the other side of the valley is great joy, great peace. Your cup is going to run over with great relationships. Now, none of us like to go through the valleys, but if you'll keep the right perspective, knowing that that valley is leading you to overflow, then you'll go through it with a good attitude. I wonder how often we get stuck in the valley complaining. I can't believe this happened. God is waiting to transform it into a gateway of blessing, but we have to pass the test. How we go through the valley makes a difference. I know a pastor that wanted to build a new auditorium. They had needed the space for a long time. He saw friends building nice sanctuaries. They were doing great things. But every time he tried to move forward, he had some kind of setback. He was tempted to get discouraged, think it would never work out. When you're in the valley, it's a test. God is up to something that you can't see. It's easy to complain and live negative, but you have to trust him in the valley. And this pastor kept being his best month after month, thanking God that he was working, declaring that a new sanctuary was on the way. It looked like he was stuck. The odds were against him, said it would never happen, but God knows how to transform that valley of trouble into a gateway of blessing. When it's your time, all the forces of darkness cannot stop what God has ordained for you. One day, unexpectedly, the mayor of this small town called and told how there was a group that built a huge building for a casino, but before they moved in, they went bankrupt. They had over 40 acres of parking, a building that could fit four football fields inside. It was just a few miles from his church. The mayor asked if he was interested in purchasing it. The pastor thought it'd be over $50 million. It was huge, first class. The mayor said, no, you can purchase it for under $2 million. Instead of having to build his own facility, God dropped a much bigger, better facility into their hands. When you go through the valley in faith, 
thanking God, then you're going to come into that anointing where your cup runs over. God is going to do things that you've never dreamed. He's going to transform the valley of trouble into a gateway of abundance. You may feel like you're stuck. You're doing the right thing, but the wrong thing is happening. The good news is that valley is not permanent. You are coming through. And if you could see what was on the other side, you would be amazed. Your cup is going to run over. Maybe a relationship didn't work out. That person left you. Now you're in the valley. That is not the end of your story. God has a running over blessing. Somebody better than you've ever dreamed. Stay in faith in the valley. Don't listen to Goliath. Don't believe the lies that it's never going to work out. It's too late. The obstacle's too big. Like this pastor, that valley of trouble is leading to a gateway of abundance, abundance of joy, abundance of good health, abundance of resources. Second Kings chapter three, the Israelites had been traveling for seven days on their way to attack the Moabites. They went the long way around to surprise them, but they ran out of water. There was nothing for them or their animals to drink. The king of Israel said, has God brought us out here to die? Someone spoke up and said, let's ask the prophet Elisha. He said in verse 16, this is what the Lord says. This dry valley will be filled with water. You will see neither wind nor rain, but you will have an abundance of water, plenty for yourselves and your animals, and the Lord will give you victory over the Moabites. That didn't make sense. The valley was going to be filled with water with no rain. I'm sure they thought, Elisha, you missed it this time. That's impossible. Where's the water going to come from? The next morning, they woke up and suddenly water started flowing into the valley with no source. They went out and defeated the Moabites. You don't have to figure out how God is going to bring you out. It may not seem possible. You've looked at all the options and don't see a way. That's okay. God has ways we've never thought of. We think natural, but God is supernatural. He can cause the property to find you. He can have the right people knock on your door. He can heal you without the treatment. The valley doesn't stop our God. He's not limited by what you don't have. He's not intimidated by what you're up against. He spoke worlds into existence. He flung stars into space. He knows how to turn your situation around. You may be in a valley that's dry. It looks permanent. Get ready. Water is about to flow into your valley. You're not going to see wind nor rain. It's not going to be ordinary. It's not going to happen a normal way. It's going to be the hand of God. There's no explanation. It doesn't make sense. It's God bringing water without rain, promotion without the qualification, an auditorium without having to build it, a baby when you were told it wasn't possible. Don't get discouraged because the valley is dry. There's no water. God controls the faucet. His favor can open a door that couldn't open. He can make things happen that can't be explained. When David was 37 years old, he was about to step into a new level of his destiny and become the king of all of Israel. He was at the Valley of Rephaim. Rephaim means giants. 20 years earlier, he defeated Goliath. Now he's faced not just one giant, but a valley full of giants. God helped him and his men, and they won the victory. The scripture says David renamed the valley. Instead of leaving it the Valley of Rephaim, he called it Baal Perizim, 
which means the God of the breakthrough. You may be in a valley now. Things are difficult, but like with David, one day you're going to rename that valley. Instead of a valley of disappointment, when you see what God does, you're going to say that was a valley of favor, a valley of blessing, a valley where God showed out in my life. Instead of a valley of sickness, a valley of suffering, that was a valley of healing, a valley of wholeness where God made a way where I didn't see a way. Or instead of a valley of addiction, a valley of failure, that was a valley of freedom, a valley of restoration where I saw God's grace as never before. Don't let the name of that valley fool you. God is about to transform that valley into a gateway of blessing. When my father went to be with the Lord, I was in a valley of loss, a valley of sadness. I can say now that was a valley of increase. That valley launched me to a new level. When my mother faced cancer, that was a valley of illness, a valley of pain. But now 40 years later, she can say that was a valley of breakthrough, a valley where God helped me defeat a giant. When King Jehoshaphat and the people of Judah were surrounded by three major armies. They didn't have a chance, but God caused those armies to become confused and they ended up destroying each other. The people of Judah went in and gathered up all the spoils. Jehoshaphat named that place the Valley of Blessing. Things may be tough right now. Stay encouraged. One day you're going to say like him, that was a Valley of Blessing. God is working behind the scenes in your life. He hasn't brought you this far to leave you. He sees the tears, the injustice. That valley of trouble is about to be transformed into a gateway of hope, a gateway of healing, a gateway of promotion. It may be uncomfortable now, but the valley is necessary. God is using it to take you to a new level. Now do your part, praise him in the valley. Keep a good attitude in the valley. Be good to others in the valley. If you'll do this, I believe and declare like David, you're going to defeat giants that are much bigger. Like Elisha, you're going to see water without rain. God is about to do things you can't explain. Unusual favor, healing, restoration, breakthroughs. Get ready. You're about to go from the valley to victory in Jesus' name. I'd like to give you an opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. Would you pray with me? Just say, Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. If you prayed that simple prayer, we believe you got born again. Be sure to get to a good Bible-based church and keep God first place. Thanks so much for listening to today's message. I hope you'll subscribe so you can receive the latest podcast to keep you encouraged and inspired all through the week. Help us to continue to share the message of hope with those all around the world. Visit joelosteen.com or click the link in the description to partner with us today. We hope you'll share this message with a friend and be sure to follow us on social media. We're praying for you. I know God's best is still ahead. We'll see you next time.